Hi guys, welcome to Have a Chat, a place where we have a chat. On this podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics that are close to our hearts. From business and parenting to mindset, relationships and balancing it all. We'll also be interviewing amazing people to share their life stories. Let's get into it. Good morning, guys. Hello, hello. We have just dropped the kiddies off at daycare. Today is a work day for us. It is indeed. Regan's just gone down for a sleep, so like, quick, let's get in and do the podcast while Regan's asleep. (laughs) (laughs) She's so vocal now, isn't she? Oh, you cannot. There's not even a chance in the world. You can do a podcast with her. She just loves the sound of her own voice. The little pigeon. (laughs) How's the little pigeon laugh? As soon as I've said that, so many of you guys have messaged me being like, oh my gosh, when she laughs, she sounds exactly like a pigeon. And the cry. A she's little cry so is a pigeon cry too. She's so cute, but she's the happiest little girl. I just love her. She's getting to that like really fun age now. She is. So how has your week been, Curdy? It's been good. It's been full on at work. Work's yeah. been busy. We've had our second birthday at La Villa Rose. Yeah, it's been very busy. Yeah. Very... So what are your highs and lows? Um, low would be just, it was just a stressful week, but that it's stressful weeks and busy weeks are good it is good. Yeah, like then you're like, oh no. And then, oh, probably my high. I liked the start of the week when we went down to Byron to the farm. Took that the kids was down so there. fun. Yeah, that was good. And everyone was happy and, and no one's sick this week. And it's yeah, good. no. You appreciate your health after oh, you've been sick, eh? Hey? So, so, so much. Well, my highs and lows, I would have to say, like, the second birthday, it's like, I love it. Like, I thrive off that stuff. I love being busy. I love creating the content for it. I just like, I love it, but it is stressful. Totally agree with you. Cause like, obviously the busier you are, the more like the sh- things are just kind of more shambled. Yeah. You're just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you, you think you're organized and then you're So not. it's kind of in my high and low joined in one, but then the other high is the fake turf. Oh, great high. It is so nice. We've been sitting out and using that front area now that we've put fake turf down on. Like, flat out, hey. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect time now. I reckon it will get maybe too hot when summer comes. But we're going to have the trampoline on it then anyway, so it's going to be fully shaded because the yeah. tramp's oh, massive. Oh, and it'll just be, like, sprinkled for the kids. Yeah, they'll yeah. love it. Now we've just got to do the other side of the front yard, and we're finally done. But I have got a YouTube video coming out as well this week where I show you guys everything. Everything that we've done. So we've actually had a lot we've done. We've done all the backyard, the side the yard. Back, yeah, we just need a... Yeah, the side's just a bit of cut down and another tree to put in and then that's done it's just purely the very front in front of the fence and the front yard if you guys have a recommendation when you guys watch the youtube video of a nice big tree to put there comment over on have a chat and let us know what you guys think i think it here yeah you're thinking thinking of pandanus i'm just thinking yeah just because it's sand it goes good they grow quick Mm, on the fence there because like it's all garden bed the kids can't get there i want to put one of those bougainvilliers they're so pretty but they've got those like sharp Oh, they're hectic. But I if we put it at the back of the garden bed, because it's like where the yeah, I wonder if it'll grow is. there. Yeah, you could do the back. Yeah, they're so pretty. It mm, looks so nice. That actually would be right with the pandemic and then that there. Hmm. All right, guys. So for what's going on in the world today, we want to talk about what's happening over in Turkey. Have you actually seen photos, Kurt? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had heaps of you guys messaging me, um, making me aware of what's going on over there, but the wildfires at the moment are the worst they've ever had. Yeah, does it, I don't know if the wild, does it normal thing for them to have wildfires over there all the time? Or I is it... think they do a bit, like I think it's kind of similar to here, you know how in summer it gets really hot and dry, but I'm not 100% sure. It says wildfires are the worst 
wait, wildfires worst in years, 167 contained so far, 167 fires. Yeah, it's a lot of fire. It's hectic. Some of the, I think there's been, um, is it six or eight deaths that I read, which is hectic. Here we go. I'm just pulling out the article. So it says the fires crept up the hills, scattered and grew, helped by the wind and raced down towards the shore. So it sounds, it reminds me a bit of the fire that we had here. You know, the hectic one we had here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't then really know. California had that hectic one too. So this has got 160 hectares of forest that have been burnt. Um, so sad. And yep, at least eight deaths. It's just horrible. It's so horrific and it's so scary because you don't know when it's going to stop. No. You know, just so dependent on the weather if the wind like really picks up and it's really hot and dry one day. So yeah, that's really sad. And hopefully, you know, by just everyone talking about it, raising a bit more awareness, people can yeah. dig deep and try to help out. Because I know when it happened here in Australia, so many people helped us through yeah, that time. Everyone. Now for something a bit more lighthearted. A man's incredible $100 million find in his backyard. It says, workmen have discovered the world's largest star sapphire cluster while digging a well in a man's backyard. <laughs> oh my gosh. The guy like, declined yes. to give his full name. <laughs> that was yeah. a good idea. Told BBC the incredible find is worth an estimated 100 million. That is crazy. Imagine just digging up and finding 100 million dollars oh, worth of... Just be party time straight away. <laughs> Now it's time for questions of the week. Firstly, thank you so much to everyone who went and left a question for us over on our Have a Chat Instagram. If you guys don't follow us there, it's just at Have a Chat Podcast. So, first one. After so long and three kids, how do you keep the relationship exciting and the spark alive? Is there any tips? Ooh, I don't know. It's working well. I'm just needing it then. <laughs> I think um I think just remembering where it all began and trying to it's it's an effort. It is an effort. It's not something yeah, where but then you, it's still like Yeah, it is in a it way. It is an effort. It's like anything in life, you have to consistently give it work. If you don't give your relationship work and put in the effort and energy to make each other happy and do those things, I feel like any aspect of your life, you have to be consistent. And putting effort yeah. into it to make it go well. And I feel like, you know, you're always putting in effort to do things throughout the day to make me feel good. All the time. You are. Constantly. That's what I just said. <laughs> and then, you know, it goes reverse. Like, I do those little things in the day. I just come up and give you a random cuddle or a random kiss. And, you know, it takes those random acts throughout the day, the little bit of effort, yeah. um, to just help keep that spark alive. That's probably my biggest piece of advice, Yeah, actually. and then you've got to sort of want to... Because then you're not thinking about it. If you're not wanting, wanting to keep them happy, you're not really... Yeah. Thinking about it, but, but yeah. If, if but if both effort, partners just put in a little bit of effort, they're both going to be happy. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like the, a little bit of effort one guy helps a little bit of effort the other way. Yeah. I feel like you're both just got to be committed and dedicated and wanting to make each other happy. Does Kurt miss working with his mates? Um, not, I'd rather just see them outside of work, but it was different. My job was like, cause I was still had the stress of the job and controlling the job. Mm. I wasn't really like, maybe there'd be a couple of times a day there might be a, some conversation, but half the time it's telling them what needs to happen, how fast it's got to happen. Like it's not, in friendly a way, yeah, it wasn't friendly conversation. It's like maybe after after work when everyone has beer all the time, that's when you sort of get your friendly conversations in. But yeah. 
But like now too, you know, you've been catching up with other people. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's different. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just like, it's just what people say, workmate. Yeah. Like it is people have just got workmates, but they, would there be your mate? But then you there's a couple work? of people that you are still mates with. Oh my work. God. There's like so many out of that job mm. that I'm proper mates But mate a lot to. of them is but, just small talk. But yeah, a lot of guys are like, oh, I know that guy's so well, so good. But then you're like, would I... Like how I wouldn't have met him through work and then mm. you don't talk outside of work, so you work mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This next one, I really want to start a business but don't know where to start. And I feel like the starting is the hardest part because, mm. um, I mean, so where to start, I would say to brainstorm what it is that you're passionate about and that you want to do. Create a brand name, make sure that you register your brand name, create a logo, and then the hardest part is finding a good supplier. And I've had so many people being like, what's the easiest way? Is there a trick? I feel like there's no trick. I feel like to find a supplier, you just have to spend the money from multiple suppliers, which can be so expensive. I remember getting a sample of one dress. One dress sample cost me $250 for one dress, and I didn't like it. I didn't sell it. No. So like just, yeah, you ha- there's no quick way around that. It's, you know, saving up um, to get started and it just does take time. It just does take time. Yeah, it's like, it's like anything really. It's going to go well. It's just going to take time. And again, like we said with the relationship thing, just consistency, keep trying, keep plotting at it. Um, what is it? What's that? What's that I'm saying? Where you water, where you water the grass, the grass will grow. Is that what it is? I think that's so wrong. What so where you I've water never... it, so wherever you put the energy, wherever you put things into, like wherever you put your effort and energy and your time into, it's going to go well. Except if it was on the northern side of the house with a white wall. It just... Today's podcast, we have Sienna Moore. Sienna is about to do a massive move across the country. She has helped us scale our business, Loveless Rose, the last two years, and she is my gorgeous little sister. I've actually had a heap of requests to have her on this podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy hearing her story today. Good afternoon, Yen. How's your day been? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) What have you been up to today? Um, not much. I just went for a swim in the pool and it's such a nice day out. So yeah. It's beautiful outside. Hey, Kurt, have been looking up, Kurt and I have been looking out there going, oh my gosh, it's so nice. It is. It's beautiful. But we've had a busy work day today, so we haven't had, yes. had time locked, to enjoy it. You're locking me in. <laughs> <laughs> so Yen, tell us a little, little bit about yourself. <laughs> well, I'm 21. I'm Kiara's sister, as you all know. Um, I'm the youngest of the family and I've worked for Loveless Rose for two years now, um, but sadly, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. What made you initially want to take that leap to moving across the country? So it's quite a funny story. We went over to WA for a trip and as we were there, Jesse's dad was over there for a work trip and he bumped into this guy at the bar and they just started chatting and he said... They were talking about Jess and how Jess wanted a new job. And then the guy said, well, what does he do? And Kurt said, he's a boilermaker. So they got to talking and the guy was like, well, I can get him a job. And we're over there. So we had to fill out all these forms. It kind of just like fell into Jesse's lap. And we thought it would be silly not to take it. Um, just to confirm as well that Jesse's dad's name is Kurt too. Oh, <laughs> yes. Said Kurt, I'm like, everyone's yes. going to be like, that's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So how are you feeling about making the move? 
Um, I was super emotional about leaving the family, of course, and also my job that I loved so much. Um, but now I'm feeling really excited and I just can't wait to see Jess. So I'm really excited for it. Nice. So I know a little bit about your job, but I love Ellis Rose because I'm trying my best here. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. But, um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your role. At Love Ellis Rose before I rocked up, I suppose. <laughs> um, Love Ellis Rose was literally the best job ever. Um, just super creative. And every day was different at Love Ellis Rose. Um, we had photo shoots and I dealt with the customer service and um, all the content creation. And then there's like sewing and then there's... There's so much involved and I... parcels and wrapping yeah, and so flat lays. And... What, what was your worst part about it? <laughs> wow, I know my worst part. What's your from... worst part? Sewing because I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, like I love sewing. I love packing. I love doing all the, like the jobs that people probably wouldn't like doing. More hands on. But yeah. Honestly, yeah, like it could get... be, and it is one of those jobs too. With those jobs, if I knew how to do it, it might be one of those mindful yeah. jobs where it does give you like mindless. a break, mindless. Yeah, yeah. it's super relaxing. Yeah, it's what Amber says. I'm always like, Amber, are you getting sick of doing that? She's like, No, I love it. Like, yeah. it doesn't bother me at you all. Put music on and you just do it. It's easy. Yeah, and I always say to the girls, I'm like, If you're just sewing, put it on a podcast. Mm. Like, why not sit there and learn something new or do something? Because it is yeah. a bit of a mindless. Like, job that part yeah like digging a hole hey like digging a hole <laughs> a bit different don't know if my hands could handle digging a hole <laughs> well on my mind no <laughs> so yeah got another one for you do you want to tell us a bit about where you've lived and i know you've lived everyone probably knows this too you've lived around the same area but all the different spots you've lived in the same area <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. So I lived with mum and dad, um, but as I grew older, they started to do Airbnb. So I actually lived with you guys for a little bit there and with Tate and Pip, which is my other sister, um, which is very fun. You lived here for how long? Was it like six months? I think it was like six months yeah. each place. So six months with you, six months with Tate. Nice. Um, it was so much fun. That was so much <laughs> it fun. It was so much fun. How old were you when you lived with us? No idea. Probably like 16. Were you that young? Because the women were I thought you were like 18. No, no, I thought you were just 18. Nah, I was like 16, 17. Holy. Oh, we yeah. were doing some bad things. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Oh, what's some funny, do you have any funny stories from when you live with us that you can think of? Um, I do. Oh my gosh, I should have Actually, when Kurt got like a bonus or something one week, yeah. and us four, it was the partner I was with at the time, yeah. we went out to that really expensive restaurant, <laughs> Yes, and um, I still had braces on at this time, and I wore high heels and everything to make myself look 18, so I could have some wine <laughs> with my dinner. <laughs> oh, and it was, I remember this, yeah. <laughs> it was a wine pairing, like it dinner, was. like five course meals. Like, degustation. Yep. It was so expensive. And then... Um, 
I remember standing up at the end of it and being like, oh my God, like tripping over my own heels. I walked to the bathroom and the bathroom was so fancy and nice and just started spewing everywhere. And then as soon as we got out of the restaurant, we all hopped on our bikes and we started riding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, oh my that's gosh. That's just like Actually, a memory that I sticks out. I remember you coming out yeah. and being like, I threw up. Yeah, I'm I threw good. up in the bathroom. Yeah. And it was like three glasses yeah. over like, how many hours do you reckon we were there for? It was, probably, it, was, it was quite a while that was they there give for. you one for every meal but then like but they're, they're small glasses they they're like small. taste testing yeah. ones I was just young and couldn't handle one it was oh, so funny every one was different every wine was different too there was like a red yes, then there was like true. a dessert wine and then there was another champagne wine it was all little don't recommend drinking under 18 no no don't <laughs> do it but if you've got a big sister <laughs> and you're like yeah oh my gosh that's so funny and then where did you go from there so from there, I was living at Jessie's parents' house, um, which is great. And then we moved out at 20 and lived in a little place at Kingy. And I lived there with like my best friend, so we had the best time ever. And now I'm moving over to WA. So I know all about your study that you're taking on, but tell everyone about what you're doing in this next chapter while you move over to Western Australia. So I started studying life coaching. I thought I may as well, while I'm going on such a new adventure, to start something different. Um, and I haven't been interested in studying since I left school. So I did some research and I looked at life coaching and thought, oh, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's all about like health and wellness and nutrition, um, which is what I want to focus on. And I feel like it suits you so well. Like, as soon as you said it's to me, hey, I was like, yes, that is so you. Like, yeah. go for it. Yeah, I'm might, really excited. I might be ringing her up soon. <laughs> <laughs> and what gave you the drive to do this new study? So, um, I love anything to do with self-care or self-help. And I thought, why not make it into a career? And I can be self-employed at the same time. Um, there's so many different opportunities. So, I thought it would just be a good opportunity to do it. So moving back to moving over to WA, what have been some of the challenges that you've faced along the way? So moving over during coronavirus has not been fun. No. Um, I mean, it's been easier than probably what it would have been like during the big hit of coronavirus. Um, but Jesse moved over to WA just before the WA borders shut. So Jessie's been over there now for over a month. It's nearly been two months. So by the time I get over there, it will be over two months since we've seen each other, wow. which is crazy. Um, but for me to actually get there, because the borders are still shut, I'll have to go to Northern Territory to quarantine and then from there go into WA. So it's a bit of a mission, plus like money-wise not very good. Yeah. Um, but I just need to get there and you have to do the hotel quarantine hey yeah yeah it might be fun so, no uh, this would be hard you'll be facetiming yeah definitely <laughs> yes miller yeah she loves it <laughs> well this one that would have been hard for me how's it been like being long distance away from jesse because i would have i couldn't do that long from kiara yeah personally yeah or either i didn't think that either i'd be like and the hardest thing is you guys didn't actually know initially it was going to be no. this long. Initially, you were going to go like three weeks, four mm. weeks earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there would have been some Hard frustrating times. yeah, times throughout the last month where like you thought yes and then... Yes, definitely. And then no. Yeah, and then no. <laughs> and then I'm still here. Yeah. How's Jessie coping with it too? 
Yeah, Jesse, I mean, he's just kept busy with work, so that's good. He's been working heaps. Um, he's only had a week off since he's been there, so oh, wow. he's been working a lot. Um, and when we said goodbye to each other, we yeah, like we didn't realise that was going to be for that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we've learnt stuff about each other now. And you just appreciate time with them so much more. Yeah. Um, so I think when we reunite, we'll be obviously so happy. And we're planning to do a big trip together when we reunite. So oh, that would be nice. Um, so you're yeah. taking a bit of time off when you first go over there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're so going to take like two, three weeks because I don't have a job now. So yeah, <laughs> I'll go over there and we'll just do a little travel. And That's good. Get yeah. started. Yeah. Into the wineries. Yes, into the wineries. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon... Just don't spew on the toilets. <laughs> um, yeah, no degustation. Well, do you reckon you and Jesse will come back? Is it any? Is it going to be like a long-term thing or short-term? Like what's the whole point of it like obviously going over there to make the money but is it one of those things you want to stay like you like it over there when you went Mm. on your holiday or um I loved it over there it's nothing like I mean it's just different from home I think home is just you've got the family you've got everyone you love um plus it's like beautiful here but WA we're going to be in Fremantle so it's a city so that's super different for me as well yeah um but then you drive an hour away and you're in, like, there's no one around. For me, it's not a long-term thing. I think maybe five years just to get us set up money-wise. Um, if we're set up by three years, then we'll be leaving. And it's more so for us to have the lifestyle. So he has a week off. So for that week off, we want to just travel and see things we haven't seen. And um, But it's not a live forever at this point. Nice. And is there any advice to anyone else about to take this plunge or doing long distance as well at the moment? Yeah. Well, heaps of people probably are doing long long distance. Yeah, so you probably have some good advice. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's too much short distance. (laughs) (laughs) Both at home now. (laughs) (laughs) Just say, go surfing for 12 hours, make sure you're five hours. (laughs) You want a break, (laughs) girl. Advice for moving, um, I would say if you're worried about coronavirus, I think just do it because we don't know when that will be over. True. Um, we also sold all our belongings and got a furnished place over in WA, which makes the move super easy because you're not bringing anything with you. Um, advice for long distance, I don't really know. I think I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. Like we're communicating heaps, which is nice, but I think... I've learned that like my love languages are definitely physical touch and quality time because I'm very like I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, but I think like most people would in that department anyways. You're so great at staying so happy and positive. Anyone who knows you will agree with me on that. And I feel like so many people admire that about you. Do you have any tips or tricks on how you stay so positive all the time? Well, I think Kiara will agree with me by saying if you give kindness, you get kindness back. And I think that's one of the biggest things I go about in life. Um, what goes around comes around. And if you're nice to others, nice people will be nice back to you. Yeah. And yeah. I also feel like you're pretty good at filling up your own cup. Yes. Yeah. I love like self-care mm-hmm. and doing my rituals every day and just finding a routine that's good for me. And I think that's very important. That's 
probably a good thing why you want to do that job, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, um, when you leave, is there anything, anywhere we could follow you on or see what's happening and where you're going and all these little trips you plan on doing? Yes. I'm going to plug my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So just at Sienna, S-Y-E-N-A dot more, M-W-A-R-E. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for coming on today, Sienna. And I hope like you just have the best time when you go over there. I'm gonna miss you so much. I know. Don't. I'll stop I'm gonna. I'm gonna struggle. Like you know how you feel with Jesse being gone. I feel yeah. like I'm gonna feel like that when you go. <laughs> You've gone <got> maybe. <laughs> it's not the same, Kurt. It's not the same. Fucking <laughs> good food. So firstly, Sienna, who do you think that was that just said fucking good food? Kat. It's not you. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Every single person what? is like, if you had a deeper voice, you would sound just like Kurt. But that is Kurt. You guys do Rubbing talk off. very alike, but not that alike. That is crazy. <laughs> So on this segment, basically what we do is we say our forking good food of the week. So it can just be like a restaurant that you really like going to, a little food that you like can't survive without. So basically we can we can pass it on to our followers and they can go try your forking good food if they're local or if you can get it from Coles. <laughs> nice. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I'll start this one. This was the food that Kiara made me up the other day. It was the stuffed capsicum. Um, it's going to be up on her Instagram, on her reel, so you can all have a look at it there. But I don't really know what was in it. I'll, if I want to know, I'll go on there and have a look. But <laughs> I'm, I think it was mince, beans, <laughs> um, some sort of yogurt at the top. I'm glad you liked it that no, much. I didn't think it was going to be like my favourite of the week. I don't like capsicum. But now you do. Like, yeah, I just was like, oh, she made it for me. I'll just eat it because it's way better. Usually food tastes better if someone else makes it for you. Yeah, it does. If I was making it, I wouldn't stuff capsicum. So <laughs> it was good. It was actually really good. Oh, what's your fucking good food, Sienna? Well, on my last day at Lovelace Rose, we went to Salt Bar, which is a local bar. Um, and I got salmon and mashed potato and bok choy, and it was amazing. Oh, it's so good it was, over there, isn't it? Honestly... Like the best meal I've had in a long time. Oh, <laughs> you know say what? champagne. <laughs> <laughs> that was good too. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna mention is the poke ball that I had there. Yeah. That was so good too. That looked really yeah, good. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say the green um, goodness sauce you can put on your green veggies that you can sell at Coles. I did not know you could buy it separate. I've always had to buy it in like a little pack where you get the food to go with it. But light bulb moment, whenever you guys message me and you're like, you know you can just buy that sauce on its own. Um, but yeah, that's another goodie. Yeah, that was big too, that um, bowl you got. Oh, the poke bowl? Because I was scared when you got it. I was like, oh, I, I wanted it, but I was like, nah, Were you it's jealous? too small, it's too small. And coming out, I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> Were you jealous? Did you wish you got yeah. it? Yeah. It was so good. Thanks for coming and having a chat today, Sienna. Thank you for having me, guys. Pleasure. If you guys don't want to miss out on a podcast, make sure that you subscribe. And if you'd like to, you can leave a rating and review below. It does help out our podcast a heap. We have a new podcast live at 7 a.m. every Tuesday. So hopefully we'll see you guys next week.